Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode in relation to your final papers. And so as we talk about your final papers, um, first off, just know that your final paper is due in finals week on Thursday, April 30th by midnight. And, you know, this essay, this final paper, from a requirement standpoint, it, we're talking about a 1,500 to 2,000 word paper. And, and essentially, this is just a continuation of your fictitious case that you worked on during week three, you know, while we were in class. And so even though this dynamic of with COVID-19 and, and now going virtually, you know, one great thing in this is that we continue on with this and, and you actually are producing this case study. So no big change there for us as we continue on in this. Um, as this is your final paper, this is your final, to say, final exam, um, and your main submission for the overall class. So again, April 30th by midnight, that's a Thursday during finals week. Um, the main piece I'm looking for here is 15 to 2,000 words. Um, you know, and of course, citations and APA reference section, you know, all those things I shouldn't have to say, um, but our requirements to fulfill the, the proper responses. So, you know, making sure that you're reintroducing, you know, everything you have to prove that it worked or not, um, the types of tests and evaluations that you used, you know, you're not able to talk about those things unless a reference section was done and you actually have citations. So uh, make sure that you are fulfilling that. Um, I don't have a, a specific requirement for those citations because, you know, you should have as many as you need to be able to answer the problems, you know, moving forward. So um, just to uh, clarify on some of these things and and go through each bullet point as uh, instructions, you know, do uh, look out for another episode in the podcast to talk about the leadership aspects uh, to dive more into that. So just to, just to make sure that we're all on the same page. And this final, that 15 to 2,000 words, um, your first paper or your first page is going to be your cover page. You know, that cover page should have the running head um, and then all the rest of APA format requirements. So title of your paper, your name, the university, my name, and then the date, you know, of, of the final submission that you're doing it. As you go into your next page, you should, of course, per provide an introduction. And what you need to do within this is reintroduce the problem. You need to completely reintroduce the issues at hand. So essentially, you're going to rewrite your first assignment. Now, you're not going to do the entire, you know, just copy paste, but you're going to need to provide the review. So reintroduce the problems at hand and the constraints that are surrounding the problem and issues. So kind of a, a combination of case, your first case study assignment and your second and bringing those together. Then you're going to have to evaluate or see what psychological theories to be applied for the effective leadership of the stakeholders. Now, this is the last piece where we're going to be applying the psychological theories to promote effective leadership. So you guys all did a wonderful job in case study two and to evaluate the actual questionnaires, the surveys, you know, the assessments that you're going to be evaluating. But you also need to apply some form of communication and leadership within those. You know, they're not going to take care of themselves. So the, just because the questionnaires and the surveys, they're, that they're valid, just because they say that they're valid and that they work doesn't mean that they are going to for sure work. You need to apply, you know, a proper way 
to change behavior and to communicate that in an effective way. And so, you know, do look out again for a, another podcast um, explaining the different types of leadership that one could take. And, you know, you guys all did a wonderful job in the communication styles, you know, and there are many different forms of communication that we can take in. So you need to be looking at um, different theories and how you can effectively apply these leadership abilities to the stakeholders. And you need to think about those stakeholders at hand as much as, you know, as a college coach myself thinking, oh, I only need to work with, you know, the athlete. It's like, well, actually, no, I need to work with my other coaches. I need to work with my athlete's parents. I need to work with the rest of our athletic department. I need to work with our athletic trainers. And we, there are many other stakeholders involved with this one athlete. And so, for the hypothetical person that you all created as a case study, you need to evaluate who else may be potentially involved within this and other stakeholders involved with this individual that you will also need to apply your, your skills and your abilities with them moving forward. So, um, so that's going to be a main area of discussion that I'll be looking for is getting references and citations for the psychological theory um, and the leadership style that you're going to be, you know, effectively putting in. Okay. Now you're also going to describe a theoretical and uh, ethical intervention to the case that applies for behavior modification. So essentially be thinking back to case study two, what intervention did you use to change their behavior to of course, provide an enhanced performance? So be thinking about that is of those three assessments and evaluations, what did you find from those and which one of those would you say would be the most beneficial or productive, you know, productive way to change behavior and then result in a better performance? So I'm going to be looking for, you know, at least a, a, pa a paragraph or a section on that, um, you know, overall. Now, this is going to be describing the construction theories of the psychomotor skill and motor control that will be applied in the intervention. So thinking back to what intervention changed motor control to improve the learning and performance to meet the demands. So again, look back to those three that you determined and which one of those would be helping the motor control improve the learning to meet the performance demands. And then the last one is what assessment tools and what process did you use following the intervention to determine whether the intervention was effective and how it can be improved? So essentially thinking back to were those assessments and questionnaires that you used, did, were their results, were they valid? You know, were, were you using valid tests and assessments for the proper group, um, population group, age? You know, we have many assessments that have shown effective with adult, you know, population groups but not all of them are effective with youth or that we haven't been able to investigate that. And so, you know, again, this is a little bit of a, of a makeup area where it's completely up to you to, to say, yes, they worked or they didn't. Um, but if you have a test that isn't valid with that population group and you didn't effectively provide a proper intervention, then it probably didn't work. Okay. So again, a little bit of um, creativity there. You get to have a little fun with that. Um, but then also, you know, thinking of, again, your population group, the assessments that you used, the, how you implemented those interventions, you know, there's a lot of moving parts within that. So you need to consider that as you are evaluating the, the proper result. Okay. And then you need to have a section on the describing the actual resolution to the case. So of all those 
applications that you provided, the psychological theories, and all of the principles that underlie the performance based upon your theoretical perspective, the interventions that you implemented, and the assessments of that intervention, did it work? What was the result? How, how did it go, right? And that's essentially your conclusion, right, is, is how did all of this work? You applied all of these things from what you saw, and as a coach, as a, a sports psychology consultant, you you in, interjected yourself in and, and evaluated this case and said, hey, this is how we're going to take care of this and change behavior to enhance you know, their lifestyle, their performance, their way of being, you know, did it work? And, you know, again, you can have some fun with this and say, yes, it did work. And this is why. And you can say, no, it didn't work because of this, this, and this. And, you know, I don't care at the end of the day, the yes or no, what I'm really looking for is bridging the gap and connecting the dots of why it didn't, you know, you need to show why this approach with these theories was not, were not effective or why it was effective. Okay, so why was it this intervention you know, didn't work? You know, and so much of it can easily be, oh, they just weren't ready. You know, they as this, the student athlete, the athlete, you know, just wasn't ready for an intervention, you know, weren't mature enough, those types of things, um, or they didn't adhere to it. Um, but it can easily be on, you know, you as the consultant trying to intervene and, and to create a change. And so, you know, you need to evaluate that. Was your course of action, was it the best? You know, could we have done a better way? You know, could we have changed how you evaluated the situation? Uh, was the student athlete, you know, fully transparent and fully honest with you of what was going on at the time? You know, did we talk with other stakeholders involved? with really knowing you know, what was occurring within the family or within this, this individual. So again, these are all things that um, you really need to be thinking about. Um, you know, on Moodle, there is a, a PowerPoint slide that is uh, these same instructions in, in more detail. And I'll really be looking at the red font of that, of what I described. And again, be on the lookout for another podcast in relation to the different types of leadership strategies that do exist out there that you can be looking up on how to effectively bring this across as well as uh, proper communication styles. So a majority of the work you guys have done is done. When you think about, you know, case study one and two, you know, really the main difference here on, on the final case study is how are you going to effectively implement this with what type of theory of leadership and communication and through that, did it, was it effective? And if yes or no, doesn't matter to me if it's a yes or no, but are you connecting the dots for me of why it did not or why it did? Okay, so those are the main three areas I'm looking for in this. And then, of course, APA formatting uh, in, uh, throughout your entire paper and making sure that you were citing properly. So last thing, I'll make sure before submission uh, during finals week that you submit this to Grammarly and to recite, uh, making sure that your uh, citations are properly formatted and done, and as well as Grammarly, uh, all your grammatical and punctual errors, you know, are found uh, before your final submission. So good luck to you guys in this final paper. I hope it goes well for you and I uh, hope you enjoy it as you're, you know, applying this, uh, you know, as we move along. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out anytime. Thank you guys.